Go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to episode 65 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abhishakra. Brian? Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm good. Cheers. Yep. Uh, that's in honor of Brian's birthday, which is, yes, Monday. Mon- two days Tuesdays ago. ago. Two days ago. Tuesdays ago. Tuesdays ago. Uh, we have been honorary drinking in honor of Brian. Yes. Uh, honorary means. It's been going well <laughs> so far. <laughs> Rum and vodka and beer and this should be a very interesting podcast so welcome aboard we're yep. a couple of bad brothers here where uh we just just did a swerve on you there mm-hmm. we turned heel oh did we we're bad brothers oh whoa but not bad as in like bad but bad uh, isn't good did you hear who's gonna be on this week oh did you, you didn't hear who's gonna be on uh who's gonna be on talking shop uh-uh better not be john cena dude vegslayer hoot <laughs> finn balor <laughs> No way. Finn Balor's going to be on this week. Oh, man. That's going to be dope. Ferg. Oh, Fergal Devitt. Ferg Dev. That, I'm, I'm really, really excited. If you guys don't listen to uh, MLW's Talking Shop, uh, do it. It's the best podcast in the world. He, that'll are, be the first time he's on the Tishes. Yep. Okay. I think so. Talking yeah. Shop with the Good Brothers. Damn. I'm really excited. I will definitely... I haven't listened to that in so long because I don't work an office oh. job. Yeah, see, I, I don't even listen to those there. I listen to them, like, around the house. They're fun. Oh, yeah. They're just... They're drinking and listening to those guys because they just shoot the shit. Yep. They're shooting hoots. They're fun. Yep. They're really fun. So, uh, Fergal Devitt is going to be on this week. Uh, Finn Balor in NXT. That's going to be awesome. The the originator of Bullet Club. Yeah. Going to be talking with the Good Brothers. I'm excited. That's good. Bullet Club really took off and, and really everything, did. you know, and, and I think it's really cool what Finn Balor's been doing. He's definitely going to win the NXT title on July 4th he, in I Japan. Mean, he has to. That was definitely supposed to be Hideo Itami. Yeah. And he's definitely hurt. But you know what? I kind of think it makes more sense for Fergal Devitt. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, ba- Balor going over there and winning and everything. Very cool. Yeah. Very interesting. And I'm very interested in it. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Uh, not, well, I'll be able to watch it. Because I'll still be in San Diego. You'll be in Los Angeles. I will. Coming up uh, first weekend of July for those uh, anime hoots. Mm-hmm. Be up in LA. If you guys are going to be in Los Angeles for the July 4th weekend, check us out at Anime Expo. We'll be there. I'll be there just Saturday. That's mm-hmm. Saturday, right? The 4th? Sa- Saturday is the panel this year? Hell yeah. So I'll be there... Uh, I'll be there just Saturday, but Brian will be there every day. Every uh, single Bri- day. Brian will be working at the Mega 64 booth. You can stop by, say hi to Brian, say hi to Kevin, say hi to Rocco and Garrett. Uh, me, Sean, and Derek will be there on Saturday for the panel, uh, which is uh, Mega 64 panel times 10, even though King Kai said only do times 2, I think is the name of the panel. Good good name. So there you go. That's a Rocco name if I've heard yep. one. Yep. And then uh, we'll also be at Comic-Con the week after. Yes. Oh, uh, my God. Brian will be there all week. Pretty much. Um, I'll show up whatever day the panel is, uh, maybe after work, maybe during work one day mm-hmm. if I have to go. Um, and this year our panel is on Friday, Friday. not the same night as the Aquabats yep. show, which it, is Thursday. Yep. And I couldn't tell you what the name of the Mega64 panel is on that day. Something about uh, uh, precursor, pre- prequel panel for the Mega 64 panel 2016. Yeah, like it's it's something like that. Sure. Yeah, we that's got, that's the bit. We got a lot of really cool merch. Hopefully we'll have a lot of it ready for it. A lot for of it. really, really cool. At, at Anime Expo, it's a little iffy. We for sure have phone cases. We're going to have a couple of brand new shirts. Mm-hmm. We're trying to rush order them. to. Well, their order's already placed. It's just up to our distributor to make sure they get to us. Uh, so we're going to have two new shirts, a charm shirt, which is very anime inspired and a wizard black long sleeve shirt, which is, uh, cool inspired and, uh, and a poster for AX, a brand new poster for AX where I'm a dog. Eric is the best dog. I'm Einstein the dog. He's, uh, he's everything that he wishes he could be a tiny little dog that just like when it gets excited, his back legs move, but he stays on his front legs. Yeah. He just, you know, just excited, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just hanging out, doing my thing. That's me. Yeah. Uh, so check us out. Anime Expo and Comic-Con. Those are our next two. And then G- uh, SGC, not not too long after that. But neither one of us are going to that. So fuck them. But uh, there's a good chance uh, you might see us in uh, Austin, Texas. What? 
What happens in Austin, Texas? Who knows? That's a secret. Literally, nobody knows. Not a single. Literally, nobody. Not a single. Have you soul. ever? You've never been. Nope. You've never been to Austin. Mm-mm. We gotta go to Austin. I gotta tell you. I gotta take you to Casino El Camino. That is our kind of place. Okay. D- divey as dive gets. Yeah. Hamburgers that are out of control. I'm in. Beer that's cheap as shit. All right. Bad movies on TV. Okay. Girls in cutoff shorts. Yeah. What? Well, okay. Then it's our place. Uh, we got, uh, we watched, me, Sean, and Kevin went, mm-hmm. we watched Ted, and then we also watched the John Cusack movie, 1406. Huh. The movie with Samuel L. Jackson about yeah. the scary room? Yeah, the scary room. That's the second time I've seen that movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> because I watched it the first time when me and my roommate Shannon uh-huh. were renting out a room at our old house up in Anaheim. Right. And halfway through the movie, we forgot somebody was coming to check out the room. Oh and my so god! There, and so there was like a super tense part, and it was like the first scary time. There's a part where like John Cusack looks out the window, uh-huh. and like like the room's like burning or something. And he looks out the window and he sees himself in like the window across the street, staring at him. Uh huh. And it's like, what the fuck is this? And the doorbell rang, and we went. Ah! So, so uh, that's two times I saw 1406. Also, we went there with uh, with Jeff Ramsey, his wife Griffin, uh, oh, yeah. a couple of their friends. I haven't uh, seen those guys in yeah, forever. Yeah, Larkin and, and uh, Max, a couple of their friends and everything. A really good time. <laughs> Casino El Camino, if you're, in, if you're ever in Austin, it's right at the end of a place called Dirty Six, which is 6th Street, mm. where all the garbage bars are. Hell yeah. Yeah, it ain't bad. I like it. Uh, very, if you're a girl... Prepare to get yelled at by guys who are just outside of bars going, hey, come on, baby, hey, come on, get, come come get a drink, come get a drink. Uh, I'll tip my hat and call you m'lady. M'lady. And Rooster Teeth will take us around, so we, yeah, we drink, we'll drink for free. Oh, we'll fine, yeah. Brian, how's yes. your week of wrestling been? My week of wrestling has been uh, overwhelming. We were gone last week. Uh-huh. We did a watching with the Go Home show. Uh, hopefully you guys listened. I think we got some positive feedback. Uh, I don't think people expected us to watch Total Divas. Yeah. I think I also did not expect us to watch Total Divas. Me neither. Brian Brian talked me into it, and he's like, no, just pick a, ran- pick a random episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. No, just pick a random episode. It was great. Brian, I've never seen this show. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. And hey, guess what? Did not matter. Uh, it is reality TV at its finest. It Absolutely. is... Uh, it is uh, drunk women yelling things at each other and then being catty. And mm-hmm. then and then their men getting into it. Uh, Tyson Kidd took Natalia to an ostrich farm. Uh, she wasn't happy about it? No, Brie Mode did not come out. Damn it. Um, Nikki was very sad because she felt like she was losing a sister. Uh, Eva Marie was there. Yes. Uh, Cameron jumped oh, yeah, into Ka- the ocean. And then she, yeah, she was scared to jump in the ocean. And then she got in a fight with her, with her boyfriend, Vinny, who is like, that's his name? Yeah. Who seems like a guy who's just like, look, I just don't want to, can we just not fight? Yeah. Can we just, I'm really sorry. Can we just not fight? Baby, I love you. Can we just not fight? Can we just not fight? I've listen, been there. listen, I get it. I've been there. Hey, Vinny, I, I understand. Up? Vinny, Vinny, I know you're listening to this. And honestly, if you're not, we're going to tweet at you and you're going to see this and you're going to go, <gasps> Okay. <laughs> Vinny, you're great. I love you. We I've never seen an episode of your fucking TV show before, but you're the best one on it. Well, no, Tyson Kidd is the best one on it. Yeah, you're a solid number two. Tyson Kidd is the reason I watched. Total He's Divas. great. He is. He is. <laughs> I love Tyson Kidd so much. I drudged through Total Divas <laughs> to get more Tyson he Kidd. Took, he took his wife to an ostrich farm, and the cats love him more. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. Natalia was so drunk, and she's like, "Yeah, let's have sex like really loud, and we'll like it'll be like because like the people next door are having sex like really loud." And Tyson's like, "No, no, I'm a respectable adult with composure." I, hey, absolutely understand. Yeah, you gotta have composure, Tyson kid. Because yeah. if you're gonna have if you're gonna have loud sex, you, you like, hey man, you do that on your own time. Yeah, you don't have to do that to compete. Uh uh-uh. uh you don't do that to compete. You do it to earn it. You do it. Hey, do it to earn it. I respect that, Tyson kid. That's it. And hey, you know what? And Vinny, probably. Yeah. Hey, Vinny, what's up? Listen, hey, I know. Shouts out, Vinny. Middle East, what's up? Represent. What kind he's of? He's got to be Armenian or something. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got to be. What's his last name? Does it uh, end with Ian? Uh, probably. Okay. Well, there you go. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you, so, Tyson Kidd. Uh, you guys are great. Executive and, producer, Jonathan Murray. And Yeah, what the fuck? Executive producer, Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Like, well, Kevin Dunn makes sense because he's just there. Yeah, exactly. Put his name on it. He just goes, yeah, make Tyson Kidd look worse whatever um 
But the like Jonathan Murray. Yeah. Damn. They uh, well they got that Viacom connect. Yep. That's what's up. That's what's up. People have no idea what we're talking about. Of course. Sorry. They Sorry. Hey. Brian? Yeah? Dusty Rhodes passed away. Cheers to Dusty Rhodes. This is to the American dream. That That is for the American dream. Very, very sad. Rest in peace. Very broken up about it. Uh, we had a hard time with it. Yeah. We, we were really... I mean, it... At no point do you ever feel like a death is like, oh, okay. But, like, so sudden. Yeah. So sudden. I mean, it was... Didn't you feel like you just saw him? Yeah. Oh, I feel like he was just there and, yep. and, and like, smiling, having fun. And... Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, really, really, like, could not believe it. Yeah. Really couldn't believe it. I I was, I don't know what I was just finished watching. I think I was watching, um, I think I was watching Money in the Bank. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I turned it off, went on my computer, went to Twitter, and accidentally, because I never go to trending. Yeah. Went to Twitter accidentally. 32 minutes ago, Dusty Rhodes passed away at 69. Just crazy. Immediately yeah. searched it on Google to make sure because mm-hmm. it's fucking Twitter. And then just, I sent it to Eric and I really just didn't know what to do. Yeah. The, my no, my whole next day was spent watching old WCW yeah. uh, for Dusty Rhodes. He was on commentary on one of the things that I watched. I watched an old Starcade mm-hmm. where he mained against Flair and then I watched uh, Clash of Champions, I think, nice. where he was, uh, where he was on commentary and, uh, I watched that at work. Yep. Had a couple people come in and they're like, what's this? And I went, Dusty Rhodes. And they went, oh, hey, rest in Even people who like didn't even really yep. watch wrestling, hey, rest in peace. I had people all over telling me, uh, you know, comments about it. Like, yep. hey, man, sorry about Dusty yep. Rhodes. And if I'm you, like, damn. If you guys have a chance, read uh, Stardust, I guess, Cody's uh, eulogy and read Goldust's eulogy. Um, they're both very good. I think Cody's was like really like... Man, what a yeah! I mean, incredibly well written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inc- incredibly well written. So that 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 happened. We also missed Money in the Bank, but um, I Ro- feel like Roman both- Roman Reigns didn't win. Sheamus did. Uh, Ambrose and Rollins fell off the ladder at the same time and held the briefcase, and then Rollins won. Uh, Ryback won by dis- no, no no Big Show won by disqualification, so Ryback retained. Mm-hmm. Uh, primetime players won the tag team championships. Awesome. Um, was there anything else that that was of note? There wasn't a divas match. Uh, there was the there uh, was rematch. Div- I thought there was a divas match. I thought Paige and and Nikki went at it, and Paige lost again. Oh yeah, they did twin magic again. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then no wait, was this Raw last week? No. <laughs> You're thinking of the precursor, which was twin magic, and then at Money in the Bank they did twin magic again and got caught. It, like okay. they got to a magic page one and they're like oh no okay yeah yeah it was dumb as hell yep well then there was the uh i would say second to match of the night because i like the world heavyweight uh-huh. championship match because when you put rollins and ambrose together yeah it's, it's good. it's good and and really there's not much to say about that match aside no. from it was a solid showing and there no interference for a 40 minute ladder match mm-hmm. which is like wow did but did wwe book this yeah. 40 minutes without interference? Yeah. And, and a Christ. solidly won yep. match, which I thought was a really good way to solidify Ambrose. It, it, was, it, was solid, it was solidly won, but at the same time had a little bit of, like, enough, like, kind of, like, dusty screwiness to it mm-hmm. that it kept Ambrose relevant and, mm-hmm. like, in that picture. Mm-hmm. So he'll, but, he'll have a match with Kane at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. But I think the, uh, the second match of the night would be uh, rematch... Of, oh, Cena and Owens. Of Cena and Owens. Not as good as their first encounter. Very no. good. Very good. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Cena, came, Cena won clean and then got power bombed into uh, the apron. Yeah, which was very cool. I'm so. I'm bummed that Owens didn't go over again, but it makes sense because now he yeah, has something it, to chase it, for the next. He's gonna lose the NXT Championship to Balor, and then he's gonna win. I think he's gonna win the US Championship. He's got to. I mean, I, I think he's definitely gonna win the US Championship, and he's gonna come out. And keep mocking Cena mm-hmm. and do like these open challenges over and over again, and and it'll. I just don't know where it, it where exactly it goes, but it goes somewhere. Like it, yeah, I think it goes where you have something where it somehow starts to cross with whoever the IC title champion. It, he just kind of keeps moving up the ladder. Yeah, and and I thought that there's a promo on Raw where he really established that. Yeah, where it it really laid out his next couple years in the company mm-hmm. of. I'm here, I see that you have this and I want it, 
the person above me has this and I want it. Mm -hmm. The person above me then has this and I want it. Yep. It, it has laid out where he's going to keep going over the next couple of years. So very, very good promo on Raw, but we'll get to that. We'll Brian, get to that. yeah. Lucha Underground. In Iron Man, not an Iron Man match. It's 43-minute uh, spectacle of professional yes. wrestling. I don't even know what to call, to name this, because I like that they called their um, Battle Royal a Aztec Warfare. Right. So I don't know what to call this, but they do also announce, uh, if not this week, but the week before, Ultima Lucha. Uh, Ultima Lucha, which is going to be their WrestleMania type event. I, I don't like comparing or whatever, but that's what it is. It's that's, their, their, that's their main event. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's going to be the, the end of season one of Lucha Underground, and mm -hmm. hopefully we get a season two. Mm -hmm. uh, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. So, aren't they up for an Emmy? Or I, they might be? I, I, heard that, I heard that it could be... It could be. I hope so. Yep. They deserve it. Yep, I agree. Um, so we have that. So, Ultima Lucha will be taking place. It'll be Drago against... Drago is the number one contender against whoever the champion is at the time uh, for the championship. Cool. The match this week, and we say the match because there's only one. Solitary match. It is a... It's an Iron Man match. Yeah. Without calling it so much, it's an Iron Man match. Uh, Johnny Mundo against Prince Puma for the Lucha Underground Championship. Uh, it is... You know, it's an quote-unquote hour-long, mm -hmm. but it's shorter than that. And they, they and they don't give you a timer or whatever because it's a television program and, and they don't know how, much, how many commercials are going to fit in. You know, th things yeah. change, whatever. Um, the best part of the match is around halfway through, Matt Stryker goes, and if you look at your clocks at home, you'll know exactly how much time is left in this matchup. Yeah, about half an hour because you're calling it about half an hour down to the bottom of the hour. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wait, on. but you know what? It, hey, I, I give them strength. I, I give them credit because yeah. they play to their strengths and minimize their weaknesses mm -hmm. like that. Hey, it's going to be an Iron Man match, but it's not called an Iron Man match, and also it's not a specific time limit. It's just until the bell rings, mm -hmm. so you never know when that's going to be. So when Johnny Mundo goes up 4-1 early in the match, Mundo hits uh, Puma with like a crowbar. Or yeah. something over the head, like just a fucking naked just, shot. Just to the clubs head. him, and like the crowd goes, "Oh, oh fuck!" And then Mundo just keeps putting him away. Four pinfalls to one, so Puma's got the insurmountable odds to come back against. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of this matchup? I I thought this match was a great overall. This is a great showcase of how wrestling can be both emotionally, mm -hmm. like. Uh, engaging uh -huh. and uh, like, I, I don't know what the other term would be, but just like uh, visually engaging. Yeah. It was so much fun to watch. It was so much fun to hear. It was so much fun to be a part of. Yeah. You knew like, you knew what was going to happen. Because uh, in my mind, there's no way Johnny Mundo wins this Yeah, yeah P Puma retains in, in this. Like going into this match, you know that Puma retains and this is another thing. This is another little notch on this championship belt. Yeah. Conan was not out there, which they made note of, and I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, Conan's not here, and you're like, oh, this is like, kind of like a big fucking match. Mm -hmm. But it, it solidified Puma as a champion. It showed Johnny Mundo as a warrior. Mm -hmm. It gave you that feeling. I mean, it wasn't in terms of like spots. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the biggest spot heavy. No, I. but I thought that it had a lot of really good spots that mm -hmm. told... that. That told a really that, good story. Yeah, it, they did. They they were good spots that were used well in the places where they were to tell a really good story about two guys who were vying for this championship. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked it. Do you have the Do you have the spots for the uh, for like the fight, like the pinfalls and everything? I think the pinfall or, or or just any of it. I mean, you. I see you have what you have two one, three one, four one is Mundo. Yeah, and then four two Puma starts rallying back because he puts. Uh, what does he do? He he does like a almost like a Michinoku drive, like a Blue yeah. Thunder Michinoku kind of like a, I didn't know what to call it honestly, uh -huh. but it looked like a Michinoku driver mixed with a Blue Thunder bomb, uh -huh. um, like kind of like an exploder sit down, mm -hmm. but not but not back but to the front. Uh -huh. I don't know what that's called. If, if somebody knows what that is, please tell me. Are we talking his reverse DDT lift? N no, it was like it was like he had his arm over over his shoulder through his chest under his arm. Uh huh. Does that make sense? Nope. Okay. So it was like Mundo's head was to the ground uh -huh. and he was grabbing around his neck uh -huh. up through his chest to the opposite arm. Uh -huh. I'm watching you show me this and I still can't picture okay. it. Okay. Either way, it looked cool uh -huh. and, it, and it really turned the tables on it. Um, I thought one of the coolest things in the, in the whole match was when 
they started setting up the tables. Yeah. And they let you really sit on it. Yep. Like, oh, here's two tables. Moon, they, they start setting up tables and then it's like, oh, when are they going to do this? When are they going to do this? And they let you kind of forget, but then let you remember and then let you kind of forget and then let you remember. And then, and then you're like, okay, two tables. I mean, something's going to yeah. happen. Oh, wait. oh uh, there's more. There's two more tables. Yep. And then, oh no, there's a ladder. Yep. Oh no, they're in the bandstand. Mm-hmm. Oh, I lo- Mundo goes up and he's essentially running away from Puma and everything. And he is, uh, he climbs to the top where the band is and he tells them to play a song. Yep. And then Puma goes up and they fight and everything. I thought this was a very cool match, really cool spots. And mm-hmm. then they go through tables. Yeah. Um, fucking Puma goes up the ladder with a two by four and smacks Mundo yep. in the head with it. Yep. Like they really went for those raw spots. Mm-hmm. Like I really, really appreciated that it wasn't like, oh no, we're going to like, you know, kind of just cheat on this one. No, they like a crowbar and a two by four went to <laughs> like, I don't want to see a like man lips such a man, but I want to see a crowbar and a, and a two by four hit a man head. I'm the opposite. I want to touch a man lips with a man butt. Oh, okay. Well, but that's just me. But I just like, I guess yep. I just want to see. Wrestling. So how, how does this match? They, so they're four, four. Where does it go from there? So they, they get up to, um, to four, three uh-huh. and then Alberto El Patron. Hell yeah. Runs out like a goddamn bad be- out of be- hell. Because Mundo is running away from Puma. Yeah. He is, he's staying on the other side of the ring. He's slipping through the ropes. He's mm-hmm. coming in, he's coming out. He's just staying away. Yep. And the whole time Stryker's putting him over going like, hey, you might not like it, but you gotta like put over, you, like you, you gotta understand that like he just wants to win the championship and that's all you gotta do here. Yeah. So uh, El Patron comes out. And he definitely puts a stop to that. Yes, he does. Uh, gets Mundo back in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then puts him on notice. Hell, uh, and yeah. And then puts Puma on notice. Hell, yeah. And so now you got the story progression within the story progression of the actual match. Uh-huh. Sets up the next events. Yep. And then you just, you have you have Puma pulling through. He he um, he hits the 540 and it's... 640. Uh, 630? 630. And then some... Yep. And now it's tied... <laughs> Now it's tied four to four. That's what Nat Striker always says. Um, and then, and then now he does like his the the like the finishing, like the even bigger yeah version of it. And it just that was a match that you watch and you don't know where it's going halfway through the match. You feel like oh, maybe this hasn't really gotten yeah. to where it needs to be. But then it opens up and it, it gets really there. gives you it really gets there. It gives you something that I want a match that always doesn't achieve what I want, but leaves me going oh I could have taken another half hour yep. of that. And and I thought they did that really well. It started yeah. really slow and it built to a good pace and stayed there where it needed to be. And uh, I really commend these guys for going like 40 plus minutes. And I really commend the call team for making it dynamic. Yep. Calling calling the match, calling the moves, yep. calling the story, mm-hmm. and keeping you engaged. Yep. Because it's this hard was... to talk for 60 minutes about one thing. Yep. Or 43, whatever. I thought this was really, really good. And I thought they did a, uh, I thought they did a really good job of... Uh, Calling everything that you saw and, and everything that happened. So mm-hmm. uh, let's go to NXT where I have uh, much less to say. Oh, me too. Uh, like, hear these, like hear, hear these pages? There's not much written on NXT. Like I have about a third the amount to speak about yep. NXT. Uh, Enzo Cass and Carmella against Blake Murphy and Bliss. Uh, Enzo Cass and Carmella are super over. Well, Enzo and Cass are super over. Like, the, the crowd loves them. Yeah. Uh, the crowd seems tired, though. Yeah, I think this was the last... I'm not sure, but they seem they seem ready to uh, to have a little nap. They seem a little tired. Yeah. Um, NXT's been touring a lot more. It's going to be more of a touring brand. I think in 2016, we talked about this with uh, Triple H and, and everything. They they want to take it more like on the road and still have stuff that's like oh back in Florida, but like there's a brand that tours and everything, and none of that works. And I don't get how nobody sees it yet. Yeah, I don't understand because the thing about Raw is that it tours and it's live tv the thing about raw is that it leads up to things like SummerSlam and wrestlemania the thing about nxt is it leads up to things like raw so are you gonna <laughs> pay guys to stay in nxt hey samoa joe thanks for coming wow man that's great hey we're gonna keep you on nxt uh, i was kind of thinking that you know i mean this is wwe i was kind of thinking i was gonna go on raw no we're gonna now you're gonna uh your style it's, fits NXT. it's small oh cool am i gonna get that big payday no or hell yeah, or this is what I was telling Eric because we, we we were talking about this watching Raw, or you have somebody like Samojo or somebody like uh, Breeze, let's say, uh-huh. who do really really well in NXT and get more than somebody like Ryder or Slater, I guess. But then you're still cutting yourself off at the knees by like 
Oh, yeah, you get more than, like, the lower card guys on Raw. Okay. So you're, like, a you're like a lower mid-card guy on Raw, but, like, that's, like, the money you're making, but, like, you're top on NXT, so why wouldn't you try to... Why wouldn't you want to be on Raw to be... Yeah, to be a mid-card guy. A everything I keep hearing from NXT goes back to what I was talking about a few months ago. Is it developmental or is it not? Yeah. Is it, wh Which is it? Because we got to figure it out. Yeah. I don't mind it being a developmental brand, and I don't mind it being a touring developmental brand, but I feel like it's going to get really bogged down by... It's getting muddy. Yeah. It's getting really muddy. Because now you have these people, you have these fast-tracked indie indie wrestlers like Samoa Kevin Joe, Owens. Finn Balor, Hideo Itami, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, none of them need to be in NXT. No. They are to get like their names out there or whatever. They don't need to be. Those guys can be on Raw now. Sp I mean, now. I mean, specifically, look at how they fast-tracked Kevin Owens. Yep. I mean, they didn't even have to fast-track him. Put him wherever you need him, Yep. and he'll do it. Exactly. And all any of those guys are that. And yeah. so, I, when I look at NXT, and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to be touring in 2016. <sighs> hey, Sasha Banks, you're not going to be on Raw, but you sure are going to be on NXT. That's not fair to that to her, to her. Or, or the fans at all like or or to why, the other competitors hey you're division. never hey you're never gonna be on uh ross so you might not ever be on wrestlemania well i don't we gotta figure out one way or another what the fuck this is because hey you're making your own little roh mm -hmm. and that's cute and that's fun and that's like a cool thing for me to see every week but when i when i start asking questions about it i can't help but think you're fucking everybody yep that's it. Hey, I love it. More wrestling that's that's of a higher caliber, I'm always for. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't want anyone's livelihood to get all screwed up because you're like, oh, yeah, this is like NXT, it's smaller. And yeah, I would love to see them on Raw to, like, kind of shake it up and, like, change shit. But and whatever. I, and I would hate to think that if they do come up to SummerSlam or WrestleMania, and that's mm -hmm. the you know, biggest stage of the year, whatever, that it's gonna be the NXT segment of it, exactly. WrestleMania. Exactly. And, and you or don't Raw. and you don't want that. You, it, be part of the show. Be the thing, be the highlight, be the thing that everyone talks about the next day. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And that's why I think and, and it's not gonna happen, but that's why I think the way that they're booking Kevin Owens works so well is mm -hmm. because it gives it that crossover, that yep. easy transition. I agree. I agree. So Enzo casting Carmella against Blake Murphy and Bliss. Uh, Graves uh, verbally kills Rich Brennan. Oh, Rich, Rich Brennan is like lost this whole match, and Corey Graves is like just slaying him like a like a fucking piranha. It's so it's so good. It like Corey Graves feels like the only off the cuff announcer that WWE has. Yeah, he seems like the only natural talker that's on commentary at any level. And I'm so happy that he's there. He's good. He's really good. Uh, the face is clean house after getting beat down. Uh, Enzo gets beat down for a while. There's a hot tag to Carmella. All right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, she beats out Bliss, and then uh, there's a hot tag to Cass, and they uh, they win with the Enzo splash. Uh, I like watching Cass as the hot tag. He's like Titus O'Neil. He just comes in, he hits a couple of kicks, a couple of clotheslines, slams some guys around. He's a big old motherfucker, and then tags in Enzo and throws him as hard as he can. Awesome. Cool. Hey, Love neat. Uh, not a match that you're ever going to write home about, but this continues the feud and uh, waits for uh, Enzo and Cass to win the tag titles. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Uh, Samoa Jomo backstage with Devin Taylor. What? What's wrong? I like it. Thank you. Uh, Samoa Joe is so fucking smooth on the microphone. Nobody can touch him. I want to just see Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe cut promos back and forth because it is like vicious and methodical, thought out, and, like, relatable. Yeah. They are good promos. They are very, In very good Intimidation is the tactic of the coward. Oh, fuck. Oh, my. Well, I'm, intim I'm intimidated by you right now, and I don't believe you're a coward for a second. <laughs> uh-huh. And what I loved about this was something that you actually brought up while we were watching it. I don't know if you were going to bring it up, but uh, this was a 70s promo. It was. It was a really, 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 like... Man, go back and watch like some old seventies promos, like even early eighties stuff, like you know Rhodes and in, in the in the Four Horsemen and stuff like that, Tully and things like that. And it, it it's so like, it is just like it's almost kind of quiet and it draws you in mm -hmm. and and you're and what's he gonna say and where is it going? It's like it's just silky fucking smooth the yeah. whole way through, and everything he says, you're like hanging on every word. Yep. It's a good ass promo. Best part I think about it, aside mm. from just in terms of the delivery and the promo uh -huh. itself, was he didn't walk off. I day. was just about to say that when it ended, he stood there. Badass, fucking cool. Uh, next, we get a Finn Balor package. Who is Finn Balor? 
It's Fergal Devitt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, wow, this package is so fucking good. Yeah. They show stuff. They mention New Japan. They mention ICW. Grado is there. Yeah. They show uh, Balor when he was Devitt on the indies when he was ending kind of like not even ending but like yeah i guess it was ending his run like yeah. icw and everything yeah like and he was wearing yeah, like fit, like wearing like all the crazy face paint and everything like if you guys haven't seen his face paint run at like the end bane joker darth maul venom anti-venom like uh, uh 2066 spider-man like everything yeah fucking crazy shit it was really cool. That's like when he was like really, really doing it. Definitely. Um, this promo was really awesome. I like the Becky Lynch. Oh no, is there? Uh... Yeah, there's the Becky Lynch. Yeah, part. The, the Becky Lynch part is in this. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It talks. About, she's like, yeah, I was 15, and I told him I was 17, and uh, if I if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today. And it's like, oh fucking yeah, god damn, that's fucking like, cool. Like just some kid who wanted to yep. wrestle for some reason decided to open up a wrestling school. Yep. He was 20. Holy I'm shit. 29. Jesus are, Christ. Are we older than Fergal Devitt? No, we're probably like the same age. Um, but it was a very cool video package. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. You could see Grado in ICW. Uh, I thought that was really, really awesome. It's only Next, part one, man. I, I know. I'm really excited for part two where they talk about New Japan. It's going to be awesome. Holy shit. Are they, are they going to mention Bullet Club? There's no way. There's no way they mention Bullet Club. Finn Balor is 33. Well, there you go. How about it? Tyson Kidd's almost 37. Uh, what? Yep. Charlotte versus Cassie. Cassie hits a her Corona. I like Cassie. Cassie's got some, you know what? She's got some future ahead. Yeah, I, I like her. She doesn't quite have the look or the movement down, but she's very close and she's very good. And she sells well. Yep, I like her a lot. Um, Charlotte hits a big boot and then she hits a fucking dope ass spear that Cassie sells like she got shot with a gun. I loved it. It looked fucking great. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Charlotte walks in the figure eight. Fuck. What? You know what? Brian. What? Figure eight. Yeah. Eight. Call it two times. It's Brian. Anything else? Brian. Yeah. It's better than her daddy's. Oh my god, it's not. Brian. Her daddy's. No, don't call it her daddy's. What are you talking about? She's a she's a twenty nine year old adult woman. <laughs> Brian. Uh huh. Figure eight. Yeah. Better than her daddy's. Mm-hmm. Do something with her. Figure eight. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, tweet tweet at NXT hashtag Figure Eight Out. Uh, let, let, let him, let him, let him know that we need Charlotte up on, like, the main roster already. Cause what the fuck? I, uh, I, I, the, the rumor just, right now is that she's gonna get called up. Paige is like, oh, someone needs to team up with me. And it's gonna be Charlotte. And it f- fucking needs to be. Cause goddamn, she's floundering where she's at. She needed to be called up six months ago. She needed to be called up a month after she lost the yep. NXT Women's Championship. Yep. Um, I know that we did say the Samoa Joe promo was really awesome. But next, we got a Dana Brooke promo. Which is, like stellar yeah she is definitely not reading off a teleprompter she is really good and she's very it's it's engaging natural. she's engaging she's she addressing the looks camera great the whole time she addresses she addresses Devin. she she knows what she's saying mm-hmm. next uh she, it's all you know what's interesting is that it's all off the cuff it's so uh it's so just smooth it's sounding. so natural it's silky it's just like how did you even think of this in the moment how were your words like a hot knife and the air butter because it is just cutting through ah, beautiful what a beautiful promo by dana brooke uh what a it was like watching an episode of snl where they just read off cue cards off to the side and you go i guess we're not pretending this is sketch comedy thank you good night uh terrible uh, Samoa Joe versus Owens. Joe-ins. Joe-ins won. Because they will fight again. And then it will be Joe-ins too. Are you prepared for Joe-ins 3? Maybe. Uh, I like the face-off here. Kevin, Kevin Owens goes to the outside. Samoa Joe's right there with him. Kevin Owens goes back inside. Samoa Joe's right there with him. Joe's in control. It looks fucking great. I mean, really, really awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, Samoa Joe hits the face wash, yeah. which I didn't think he was going to be doing, which is uh, Kevin Owens sitting in the corner, uh, boots to the face, boots to the face, boots to the face, hit, runs across, back towards him, the running boot to the face. Just sliding it over. Big old fucking face wash. It looks so good. Um, Kevin Owens really slows down the pace, which I thought was really good. Kevin Owens is definitely the heel in this match. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chinlock City... He locks in a chin lock and starts yelling chin lock city. And then me and Brian are sitting here going, why isn't the crowd chanting it? Nobody's chanting it. Nobody's chanting chin lock city. About a minute later. Are you fucking serious? Nobody's chanting. Oh, there they are. It was that long. It was so long where it was like, nobody 
You guys are tired. Yeah, you must be. Nobody picked up on Chinlock City? Come on. You, hey, Florida, retire. Retire from being a state. We'll take Guam. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, there's a fight on the outside, and it eventually goes to DQ. Uh, the guys keep fighting. They keep beating the shit out of each other. Owens is jumping Joe. Joe is jumping Owens. It's a whole Joe-ins fight, and uh, nobody knows what's going to happen next. But prepare for Joe-ins, too, because I assume there's going to be a Joe-ins, too. There has to be. Uh, Brian, any other notes from NXT? Not too much, but I'm really excited for whatever, because the special event on the 4th isn't specifically NXT. No, it's, it's, a, w, it's a WWE it's event. A WWE Kofi event. Kingston is taking on Brock Lesnar. Uh, that? Kofi Kingston is going to die. I don't even know what to expect from that match. Death. Literal death. I feel like it's going to be better than we expected. I, I Hey, Kofi Kingston is really, 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 really good. He is incredibly serviceable in the ring, and what Brock Lesnar needs right now is a guy who can sell him hard, a guy who ha- who can have minor offense mm-hmm. that comes out of nowhere, that kind of, like, knocks Brock loopy, but he doesn't have to, like, go down. Yeah. And then New Day tries to interfere. Brock's the face. You were saying it when we watched Raw last week. Yeah. We didn't talk about this because we weren't here last week and everything, but Brian and I watched Raw, and Brian's like, Brock Lesnar's the face. And I went, no, there's no way because the authority brought him in, and they're heel, so he has to be heel. And he's like, no, Brock Lesnar's the face. Authority's maybe turning face. And I went, authority's absolutely not turning face. Which definitely, I think, is solidified by Raw. Definitely not turning face, but Brock Lesnar is. Yeah. And I don't get it. I don't understand how it happened. I think it's the same way that everyone likes the Incredible Hulk parts in Avengers movies. You just want to see the Incredible Hulk turn things into dust. And that's what Brock Lesnar does. He comes in and just turns things into dust. And and we'll definitely talk about more uh, uh, about his presence yep. when we get into Raw. Mm-hmm. Which takes us right into so when you watch this week's episode of uh, Royce's Choices on the Mega64's uh-huh. YouTube page, go ahead and just go to the, straight to the after show uh, where I demanded that Eric play Brock Lesnar's music so I can walk onto the podcast set because it's been like three months. Yep. And somebody once asked me, hey man, why don't you come to the Mega64 podcast more often? Uh-huh. I said, oh, you know, it's just like Brock Lesnar. Whenever I show up, it's a special event. Brian asked me like last, he's like, oh, I think I'm going to be there on Sunday for the podcast. And I went, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, I just, somebody told me it's like a special, like somebody asked me why I'm not on and I said, it's a special event like Brock Lesnar. And I went, all right, cool. So I texted him. He's like, oh, hey man, I just got here. I said, cool, wait in your car. Wait, wait until I cue you. Just wait. And then he said, okay. And I said, I'm giving you what you want. And then I played Brock Lesnar's song, and then Brian walked on the set. Yep. So Brian got his entrance that he always wanted. If you watch it, Rocco doesn't know what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Rocco has no idea. Garrett and Sean are like, what the fuck is this? Rocco sits there quietly and kind of like stares ahead and goes, what is this? Good. Nothing. Good. So Lesnar's here with Heyman. Uh, you get to see uh, Brock's intro three times. <laughs> they show you a replay of last week. They they show you his entrance now. They show you a replay of last week, and they show you a replay of the last time he was here, which is right after WrestleMania. Uh-huh. You see his entrance three times. That's great. Whatever. Heyman says Brock Lesnar has to apologize to JBL and Michael Cole, otherwise he does not get a title shot. The whole time this is happening, Brock Lesnar has his hands in his pockets and is like, kicking rocks and like like huh? like like a, like a 1940s <laughs> little boy he's like ah shucks oh mom he looks like luigi and super smash brothers melee when you do the taunt he goes ah nuts god damn it yep so all right i'll apologize so he goes to the outside he shakes jbl's hand sorry man <laughs> jbl stands there <laughs> okay Byron Saxton must be halfway back to Ohio. <laughs> He's gone. You don't even see him. He's gone. You can hear his headset drop. Co- yeah, you just hear it come off, and then you don't see Brian. You don't. You don't see Byron Saxton until the next segment. Michael Cole is confronted by Brock Lesnar and just keeps going. I don't. I. I don't. I'm sorry. Just. I don't. You don't. It doesn't. I'm. So, we don't. You don't have. Okay. Yep. Oh, you know, okay. Yep. Oh, and then Brock Lesnar gives him a noogie and pats him on the head and goes, ha ha, sorry, man. 
his hands are the same size as Michael Cole's head. It looks like he's going to squash him like a grape. It's terrifying. So then Lesnar gets back in the ring, and Paul Heyman cuts an excellent promo yep. about how he's issuing an apology in advance about how Seth Rollins is going to die. <laughs> hey, sorry. The end. Awesome. I'm so excited. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, opening match. Dambrose wearing none of his five new shirts. No. He got five new shirts. He's not wearing any of them. Uh Uh-uh. Wear your old shirts. His new shirts suck. Dean Ambrose, automatically interested. Hell yeah, I like this guy. Versus Kane. Fuck. My first note. Fuck you. My second note. Rope hung, second rope, leg drop. That has to be three quarters of the way through the match. Yeah. I did not care for this. Mm-mm. Also, it was Brian's birthday, so we got fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a solo bolo. Fucked up. We got fucked up. It was good. Uh, so this match got way too much time. It definitely did. It's a Kane match. I don't need Kane matches. Mm-mm. If Kane disappeared for six months, he would come back, and I would go, I could watch a couple matches with this guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, he has been on TV since 1998. So, so here we are. Uh, Rollins comes out and interrupts, but his music plays. He comes down. Ambrose gets distracted, and then Kane misses a clothesline, and Ambrose just dives, mm-hmm. attacks Rollins. So cool. They're still kind of in it, but I'm watching it and going, the purpose of this is that he's trying to get Kane back on his time or on his side. So after the dive, he attacks Kane. Kane's in the ring. Uh, Ambrose climbs to the top rope, and he gets choke slammed from the top rope uh, to the mat. One, which, two, three. Kane wins. Miserable. Which uh, again. Well, two things continues is the Rollins Ambrose thing, and also Kane versus uh, Ambrose at Battleground. I would put money on it. What do you think? I would agree. Okay. I mean, who else do you put Ambrose against right now? No one, and you can't have him not on the pay per view because he's one of your hottest guys right now. Absolutely. Yep. And Especially doing... after Ohio. See, that was one thing that we didn't get to talk about was how fucking hot the crowd was for that Rollins yep. Ambrose exchange in Ohio. Yep. Yes, Ambrose is from Ohio, so of course. They wanted to play to it. I mean, three of the, the, the superstars are from Ohio on the roster. I don't know if you guys know. Ambrose, Ziggler, Miz. And they all had fantastic, well-written segments yep. on Raw two weeks ago. And so you got you got Ambrose, and I just, I'm glad that they're giving him something. Yep. But, man, why Kane? Exactly. That's it. That's all it is. It's yep. just, why Kane? But, but you that, know what? That, that's all you got. Hey, when when the people that you have the in the authority are J&J, who are not wrestlers, well, anymore and Kane, then those are the people that you have against. The the, the beauty of the corporate ministry, well, in the Attitude Era... Or the corporation on its own. Exactly. Or the ministry on its own. Is that you had, you had almost like this whole stacked roster against people. You had lower card guys like Midian and Viscera, but then you had higher card guys that were that were there, like even Boss Man, yeah. Test. You, you, had guys, you had guys that were just right below, like the main, yeah. that you could have your other guys go through mm-hmm. to get up there, and you don't have that with the Authority, and I'm so fucking tired of the Authority right now. Me too. Uh, Rollins and Kane promo. Rollins tries to suck up to Kane, and Kane goes, hey, you nerd, you nerd. Hey, don't ever mention my brother, you nerd. Don't talk about my family. Uh, that was it. Yep. Primetime players against the Ascension. Primetime players get an entrance. The Ascension does not. I wonder who wins. Uh, uh, Titus O'Neil is in for most of the match, and the hot tag goes to Darren Young. Yeah. Definitely backwards for what we come to expect from a Pride Time Players match. But I liked it because it gave you a little bit of heater on uh, on Darren Young. Yep. Uh, uh, Brian had a very good point. I'm like, well, Titus O'Neil is usually the hot tag, and Brian went, this is to show that Darren Young can go do something in the ring. Because all it's been is Darren Young gets beat down until Titus O'Neil gets the hot tag. Yeah. So they did it the other way. And you could see Darren Young do a lot, and he looked really good, and the crowd was super hot for him. Yeah. But also, this crowd was pretty hot all the way through, even though they weren't given a lot to be hot about kind of throughout. Um, Yeah. It was pretty good. Darren Young comes in, and Michael Cole says, Darren Young's having fun. Damn it. Uh, Hey, whoever's in his ear, die. (laughs) Cease to be. He's the champion. Hey, Brian, he's having fun. Uh Uh, Darren Young has been using a rolling elbow. Yeah. Rolling elbow. Rolling elbow. Uh, he's been using a rolling elbow to a gut check, which is, uh, I think, Roderick Strong uses it and calls it Death by Roderick. Shitty little boots. Shitty little champ. Shitty little champ. Uh, 
Did you hear who's going to be on the next PWG show? Uh-uh. Jack Evans. Oh. And Angelico. What? They're tagging together. Damn. The rumor was against the Young Bucks, but then the Young Bucks came out and said, like, hey, we're not working for Red Pro Wrestling Gorilla right now. Sorry. Damn it. And it's like, oh, my God. Hey, tickets already went on sale and sold out. Of course they did. Yep. Damn. It, it's too... Received, well, it's Bola, it, it's, isn't it's it? all no, it's uh, Mystery Vortex. Oh, okay. There, there's one more show between what we went to and Bola. Damn. Also, if you want to see what we went to, PWG put their uh, preview up. Yeah. So go check it out. You can see all these title changes and shit. Fucking awesome. You can you can see me like not knowing what to do, and then like it's twelve thirty, and I'm like fucking exhausted. Well, we had and uh, fun and then and then i had a pitcher of beer and uh-huh. was just sitting there like trying to stay awake because I, <laughs> I was so fucking dead and then we had to drive two and a half hours to get home i don't know how i didn't oh sunflower seeds yep sunflower seeds hey if you guys don't know sunflower seeds nature's caffeine yep there's a reason baseball players chew them mm-hmm. uh so rolling elbow to a gut check and that's the end of the ascension sheamus versus reigns Sheamus comes out after primetime players are still in the ring, and he just walks past them. And me and Brian talked for a very long time about this. Uh, this show, Sheamus is like a, oh, he's like a mean guy who just walks by people. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it just caused more confusion than it really gave Sheamus the shine of like, oh, what a badass. Yeah. Right? It made me feel more like... They... Oh, he, oh, he's going to feud with primetime players. Or something. And then, and then he just glances past them. Yeah, I just, I didn't like it because it made it feel like whoever was directing the show went, ah, this match doesn't exist. I, I, I feel that, but also I think the purpose of it, because Sheamus has done it once or twice before, he just comes out and walks over people's exits. Yeah. That's just what he does, because he doesn't care. He's a bad guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I get that, but when you watch it, you're trained to see, like, when something happens on top of something else and there's, like, confusion, typically there's some kind of, like exchange exactly yeah. and, and you didn't have that so it felt a little like oh we're missing something here so uh Sheamus versus Reigns 10 beats of the broke Bowery whatever the fuck gets stopped uh I really like Reigns clotheslines there, there's not like a lot of follow through but it look they look impactful mm-hmm. uh so I, I like those the best move of the whole fucking night Sheamus is laid out on the bottom rope and Reigns is going for like that basement shotgun drop kick yeah what I, I mean, WrestleMania-type spot. I love this spot. I can't spot. I can't say enough how much I like this spot. Reigns goes for that shotgun dropkick. Sheamus pulls back, and as Reigns comes through to do the dropkick, Sheamus just clubs him. Awesome. Sheamus just clotheslines him. He t- Reigns takes the brunt into the apron, rolls off onto the ground. It happened so, so fast. It looked so fast fucking good and it was wasted on this match on this show at this time yeah it looked awesome of all the replays that we saw on raw mm-hmm. this one did not come soon enough it didn't there are so many replays on raw now it, it has been like obnoxious yeah how many replays there are and this one missed the mark so bad and it looks this move was so good i really look like please go watch that Match just for that move. Mm-hmm. It looked fucking sick. It looked really, really good. Uh, Sheamus locks in a really, really good looking clover leaf. Yeah, it was like, it was tight. The legs looked clean. Like the upper body looked clean. Sheamus didn't have to squat so low. It was just a big guy doing that move on a big guy that looked good. Yeah. It, so it looked really good. Uh, Reigns fights out. Okay. Uh, Wyatt cuts a promo and interrupts, and then Reigns just runs out because he's gonna go find his daughter. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Reigns is looking for his daughter, and then uh, he finds pictures of his eyes and mouth cut out by Joker, and Batman sees just something written on the wall that, the wall that says, anyone but you. So, um, what's going to happen next week? Is Red Hood going to help? I hope so. I mean, you might have Nightwing come around. Oh, wow. Are they in Bloodhaven? Oh, I think Raw's in Bloodhaven next yeah. week. They, they, I think that's where they booked it. Yeah, I heard I heard Huntress is going to get a shot this week. Yeah? Yeah, Nikki Bella versus Huntress. Oracle is going to be, uh, you know, in a lower card match against... Um, page nice very nice very nice you know Elise went by huntress for a little while yeah that makes sense yeah she, she looks like huntress i love you hey Elise, shout it out i love you what's up i mean like what's up what's up hey you're great you are i love you that's it that's what's up yo. how's your ankle bae how's your ankle slay you all right she looked good you look she good. good you look good uh, j and j rollins promo and then uh, J&J walks away. J&J away. 
Oh, well. Anything of note? No. Didn't think so. Mm. Uh, Neville versus Kofi. Uh, good back and forth from the beginning of this match. Woods takes pictures halfway through with the, with the photographer's camera. The chatter between Big E and Woods, who just feed off each other, and it's, it's so obvious. Awesome. They are just so obnoxious. There's no way not to hate these guys. Yeah. They are not quiet through the whole match. No. They're they are just sitting there shouting and yep. fucking getting in the way and I and I love it yep. and I hate it. Uh Neville gets tossed to the outside. Kofi's beating him down. New Day comes in. They're surrounding him because Neville's now up and he's going to attack Kofi, but New Day kind of like, "Hey, don't do it. Don't do it." Primetime players come down to chase him off. Primetime players leave. New Day still jawing. At Neville, when Kofi has him down and everything, they get tossed. Awesome. They talk too much. They're interfering, essentially interfering too much in the match. They mm-hmm. get tossed. I like I like the ref's discretion there. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I wish they would do more it, of that. It, it was involved without being involved. Mm-hmm. Neville hits the best-looking red arrow I think I've ever seen. He got his rotation through like three-quarters of the way in the he, air. He wasn't even at his peak by the time his rotation was done. Fucking amazing. Incredible. Uh, in this match, Xavier Woods says, I'm going to call gravity. <laughs> so, there you go. Xavier Woods, <laughs> never liked you before. This New Day stuff, you're like a favorite. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Xavier Woods has become such a guy who's like, I love you. As the mouthpiece, he yep. is so much fun. So much fun. fun. A lot of fun. Uh, Barrett against Ryder. Uh, Truth gets a promo where he's dressed in trash. He looks like a South Park stick of truth character. He really did look like a South Park stick of truth character. I don't know. He really did. That's sad. Also, I don't know if you guys have been noticing in the intro to Raw, the part of the song where they say truth, you get like... You, you get a picture of our truth like 0.5 seconds on. of our truth Yep. Fuck uh, you. Barrett versus Ryder. My first note. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, Creative has nothing for Wade. Poor, poor he, Barrett. He hits a bull hammer and that's it. Wade Barrett strikes me as a guy who's like, we're going to push you. Oh, you got hurt. We're going to push you. Oh, you got hurt. Hey, we're going to push you. Oh, we got nothing for you. Hey, we're going to push you. You're king of the rank. We got nothing for you. Bad news. You got nothing for you. Uh, like, just what a start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop thing this guy has. He loses continuously. It's really sad. Yeah, it really sucks. Cena promo. Uh, Cena puts Owens over super hard like if you don't understand the point of this promo uh-huh. this is a promo that's 100 about owens yep it, it he's saying like i'm going into a match where i don't think i'm gonna win i don't think i'm gonna beat i don't think i can beat kevin owens i don't think i can do it he puts owens over so well mm-hmm. this is the reason why you'll always see john cena near the top yep not because of himself mm-hmm. but because he is the thing that people overcome to be at the top yep and I know it's annoying, and like at times you're just tired of seeing him. And I'm so happy that he's here at the U.S. level championship. Yep. Um, or, instead, of, instead of the main. Yeah, instead of the main. I don't mind him with the championship if it's the U.S. championship or the IC championship. Yep. Which has he ever held the IC championship? No. Interesting. He, he will before his retirement. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. he's got to be a. Yeah, he he has to win everything. He has to be the yeah, All Star champion. Exactly. Yeah. No, this is a very good promo. And then Owens comes out and interrupts. Um, they put the U.S. title super over. Kevin Owens just says, like, I, see, I have this right now. I have the NXT title. I see what you have and how much it means to you. I want that. I want it. And you know he's going to win the U.S. title and then look to the IC title and go, I see how much that means to you. I want it. And then from there, the World Heavyweight Championship. I want it. I mean, he says in this promo, I'm, I, I'm a prize. Titles. I'm a prize fighter. I'm here for titles. That's it. Period. So much He starts fun. speaking French. He's like, John Cena... USA. Okay, yeah, everyone everyone boo the foreigner. And he starts yelling in French. And then John Cena goes, oh, yeah, you want to speak French? And then he yells in French. How about Mandarin? And then there's a clip where John Cena screams in Chinese. If anyone could ISO that for us. Yeah, please um, send it to us. Just like a vine of John Cena screaming in Chinese. Nothing before or after. Just John Cena screaming in Chinese. We would love to retweet that because it's John Cena screaming in Chinese. In Indianapolis. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So there you go. Uh, that's pretty much the end of the promo. Uh, there's an authority Rollins promo backstage. Uh, they say that Seth should say sorry. Can he say it in my in Mandarin? Probably not. Ooh, interesting. Interessante, Spanish. Bellas against Tamina and Naomi. Alicia Fox comes down. 
And I guess she's going to do Twin Magic this week, which is about as believable as uh, Brie Bree and Nikki doing it, so why not? This week, Alicia Fox is heel. Was she? Or, this week, the Bellas are face. face. So this week, Alicia Fox is face. But this week, Ali- but Paige is heel. But Paige is face. face. I hate it. It's awful. Hot tag to Nikki. Uh, Naomi hits the rear view, and Michael Cole simply calls it the rear view. The rear view. After two months, guys, we did it. We made it. Congratulations. We've, we we've arrived at Kingdom Come. Hail, 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 spit and drool. We've done it, friends. We've done it. Nikki hits the rack attack. The tit hit. I literally don't get that name. What do you think it means? Tit hit. I don't want to get gross. Uh huh. She probably she probably into some stuff, huh? Uh, maybe she calls it. They should call it the boob bash. She probably <laughs> she probably into some stuff though, huh? Yeah. She like yeah. She got it from her mama. John John Cena. Oh, here's the thing. Bree Bree and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Probably not. They're quiet and they grow tomatoes. Yeah. And Nikki they have, and they have, they can't wake up Jesse. Mm-mm. Nikki. She into some stuff. Uh huh. John, you, hey, but but you would have seen on Total Divas. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. John Cena, not into any stuff. I bet you John Cena is into crazy. No, stuff. hey, guarantee uh-uh. John Cena ain't into shit. No, yep. It's nope. Basic economics. Nope. You 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 think uh-huh. you think you think. Uh huh. Think of every Will Camp frat guy. Shouts out, Will Camp. Shouts out. Think of every frat guy. Uh-huh. Boring. Boring. That, no, Damn. No, yep, right? Right? I just turned you. I just turned you. Nikki? Wasted talent. R- wasted talent. Wasted talent. Girls, what's up? When you when you got that talent, wasted talent. John but you, Cena, but your man ain't know what's Deke, up. Deke Stokes. That's about as that's about as interesting as John Cena gets is Deke Stokes. Deke Stokes. What the fuck? John Cena is about as interesting as John Cena. Gets. God damn. His in ring persona is about as. Mark Henry. I th- I like him better on Total Divas. Mark Henry versus Ryback. Big Show's on commentary. Ryback looks hungry. Big Show's funny on commentary. Big Show just keeps yelling. There you go, Mark. Let's go, Mark. Big Sh- Ryback hits a top rope splash. What the fuck? I could be down with that. There's a Big Show Mark Henry confrontation in the ring where Big Show goes, "Come on, man. Come on." Backstage Ryback promo where he goes, "Ha, Jojo, don't call me Flyback." <sighs> I don't have time for this. I have I have commitments and things I have to do. I don't have time for this. But Ryback's parents have not spoken in 15 years. Here are my Ryback promo notes. Ready? Ryback promo notes. Ryback promo. His parents are on speaking terms. Big Show thinks that's great. Ryback is anything but an itty-bitty boy. Miz is in this match. <laughs> Don't forget about the Miz. <laughs> Johnny Cage is definitely going to take on Goro and Kentaro here. So I guess we'll see how this goes. Uh, Ziggler and Adam Rose. Rose cuts a promo about how his masterpiece will be unveiled. Adam Rose, you're great. In a gross way. Thank you. Very gross way. Super gross. Rusev watches backstage. Uh, Rose does the ten elbow heart heart stopper thing with like a little dance and everything, all that business. Rose hits an awesome spine buster. I love yeah. the spine buster. It looks Always so good. good. Full rotation um, on it. He goes for an axe handle off the top rope and eats a super kick. That's it. That's it. Um, Which is Z- Ziggler wins. Rusev is backstage and gets mad and throws crutches and then he falls and Summer helps him up and goes like, "Oh, sometimes you need a hand." Ready? Mm-hmm. Fantasy booking, which we try not to do. But here's what's going to happen. Rusev and Summer, they team up. Rusev and Summer, they come out. Oh, it's Summer. She's doing her thing. The next week, she's dressed a little more conservatively. The next week, a little more conservatively. I'm going a little slow for WWE. But the next week, she's dressed kind of like Lana in kind of like a businessy suit. Yeah. The next week, she walks out like Lana, her hair's up in a bun. The week after that, full makeup, Russian accent. Love it. Every week she's with Rusev, she becomes more and more like Lana as Lana becomes more and more the other way. Yeah. Brian thought Lana looked better without all the makeup and her hair down and everything. I loved it. Absolutely disagree. Oh. 
I, I don't like caricatures. I like ladies. She did not look... She, the, everything that she was doing to get herself over, she is no longer doing. So what am I cheering for? Authority promo! Hey, Rollins, get out there. Rollins goes out to cut an, uh, an apology promo. He calls out Jane Jane Kane. Lesnar interrupts. Uh, Jane Jane Kane walk off. So it's just Rollins and Lesnar. Kane attacks Lesnar from behind. So does Jane J. Um... This match get this this isn't even a match. It just gets kind of screwy. German suplex in a second and a third. There's an F5, but Kane makes the save. There's a choke slam. Lesnar fights back, hits a German. Uh, Kane and Rollins focus on the knee. So prior to this, uh, J and J and Kane all get laid out by Lesnar. Yeah. Kane gets laid out. Mercury gets laid out. Jamie no. Noble gets laid out. Uh, Kane. And Joey Mercury come back in the ring and they help Rollins beat down Lesnar. And that's how this goes. They get a chair. They beat Lesnar's knee against the ring post. Joey comes in. They're beating him down. They're laying Lesnar out. They give him a pedigree. Yeah. J Jamie Noble broke three ribs. He got tossed into a barricade so hard by Brock Lesnar, who wasn't trying. He broke three ribs. Brock Lesnar's the Incredible Hulk without even meaning to be. He can kill a man. He could legitimately kill a man. If he did that to one of us, we would die. I mean, we are. I'm the same height as Jamie, by God, Noble. He would kill me. He would legitimately kill me. I think one of my favorite things about Brock Lesnar is how believable he is. Mm -hmm. He came down to the ring and he didn't come into the ring before he circled the entire ring like yep. a dog. Yep. I thought that was super interesting. Like a hound, like, after he's caught a hare. Yep. Like, he just circled the ring, and when he was ready, he got in. I agree. It was very cool. Uh, emails, quickly. One from Austin Brinker. Oh, what'd you think of Raw? It was it was good when it shined really well, but then I think it... I, I think said. I think it had good moments, but it was pretty subpar throughout. <sighs> that That's it. No, no memorable matches, good moments. Mm-mm. Uh, Austin B. Uh, subject, Paul Heyman. He's a big guy with a loud mouth. Thank you, Austin. Email us. Go home show at mega64.com. Quickly, Brian F. sent us a live show report from Ring of Honor's Best in the World pay-per-view. Oh, right on. Uh, did you see any reviews, uh, reviews of uh, Best in the World? I didn't see reviews, but I did see outcomes. I would love to watch it. He said there's a dark match between Jay Diesel, Cheeseburger Romantic Touch, and Will Ferreira. Huh. Uh, cheeseburger picks up the win. A fan gives Cheeseburger a cheeseburger at the end, which is pretty cool. Uh, Mark Briscoe against Donovan Dijak. Uh, Mark Briscoe comes out with ODB. ODB ripped up the cover off, uh, ripped the cover off of the Book of Truth from Truth Martini, and uh, Briscoe gets in control, wins. The Decade, which is uh, B.J. Whitmer and Adam Page, if you aren't familiar, against Matt Seidel and ACH. Ring of Honor fans. I feel like B.J. Whitmer's the only true heel. They fucking hate him. <laughs> they fucking hate B.J. Whitmer. God, they fucking hate B.J. Whitmer. Go look up B.J. Whitmer, G Jimmy Jacobs' powerbomb, and see something that you never thought you would see in pro wrestling. I'm going to show Brian as soon as this podcast is over, and he's going to go, how the fuck? That's it. So look that up. Uh, Decade got help from Colby, and that was pretty much a win for that. Dalton Castle, who is the peacock, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Smooth Salin. Fuck, he's in Chikara. I can't think of his goddamn name because I'm drunk. Fuck. Ashley, Smooth Salin, Ashley, fuck. Oh. Yeah, right? So he's the peacock, Dalton Castle. Uh -huh. He has two boys dressed in almost nothing come out with him in peacock masks and big peacock feathers, and he's like Freddie Mercury. Really? Dalton Castle is the shit. He wrestles Silas Young. Silas Young looks crazy as fuck. Uh, Castle hits a deadlift German suplex. He got the win, and Silas beats up the poor fanboys. War Machine takes on CNC Wrestle Factory. Yeah. CNC Wrestle Factory started out strong, and the crowd was dead for this match, from what I remember, is what, uh, what, what our friends said. War Machine gets the win with Caprice Coleman. Get it, CNC. Uh, didn't want to cheat to win. Roderick Strong against Mike Elgin against Moose. Fist, fist, pump, pump fist. Moose. Moose. And nobody's doing that. Whatever. Uh, 
Strong gets the win on this number one contenders match, which is great. I feel like Strong's getting kind of pushed all the way around. Mm -hmm. uh, did you look up the name? Smooth Sailing Ashley Williams, I think it was. You motherfucker. You just looked it up. Yeah, no. Come on. Come on, Brian. Smooth Sailing from here on out. Smooth Sailing. Ashley Remington. Thank there you. Motherfucker. Okay. Bullet Club, which is AJ Styles in the Young Bucks against the Kingdom, which is Adam Cole. Baby! Woo! Yep. I saw a spot where he hits Panama Sunrise, which is the flipping pile driver, on AJ Styles. He sits there and goes, Adam Cole, baby! And before he finishes, he gets seeds, two super kicks. Yeah. Great spots all around, a great super kick party, great sequences between the guys. I really don't know how to explain it. It was just amazing. Cool. Yeah. That's great. The addiction yeah, against awesome. Red Dragon in an ODQ match against for the titles. Uh... Daniels and Kazarian set up a makeshift table using two chairs and a metal barricade and threw O'Reilly into it. Damn. I felt that from where I was seated. The addiction gets the win. Main event, Jay Lethal against Jay Briscoe. Uh, for title versus title. Uh, Jay Lethal has had the TV title forever. And uh, Jay Briscoe is the world champion. This match I heard is just out of control. Really great. Really, really good stuff all the way around. Um, Jay Lethal wins. Lethal injection. And uh, he becomes the dual champion. Okay. Dual champion for Ring of Honor. Uh, great show. Enjoyed it a lot. Would totally recommend the show to you guys. Take a peek if you have some free time. Would be hard with the amount of wrestling already in the week. That's true, but we do like watching a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Note, found out there was an apparent streamer guy who throws streamers to the crowd and has them throw him into the ring. I'm not sure if this is at every show or just a self-given name for fans to call him, but it was pretty cool. Sorry for the long read, Brian F. Brian. Thank you. Thank you for emailing us. Thank you. That was Ring of Honor's Best in the World. If you guys haven't watched it, check it out. I really recommend it. Please check out at least Dalton Castle and go, oh, this is what we love at Go Home Show about wrestling. Uh, so much fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's it. Episode yep. 65 is in the books. Brian, we did a Go Home Show episode 65. If you guys want to get a hold of us, go home show at mega64.com, at Twitter at Go Home Show, on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, youtube.com slash Eric Bedour is where you can listen to us every week if you don't want to listen to the episode, but, or if you don't want to download it. I think, I assume you want to listen to it. You just don't want to download, download it. it. Either way, you can check us out on iTunes. Uh, the Go Home Show is the name of this podcast that you've been listening to. Check us out there. Give us five stars and say, we went home. Fuck it. Who cares? Brian! Yeah. We did it. Episode 65 of Go Home Show is in the books. Brian, what do you have to say to these lovely folks as they all leave? Hurry up. Hurry up. We gotta go home.